The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to this episode of Leadership Stars, and I'm your host, Linda Patton, and I have one of the most powerful, strong women that I know on the show for you today. And let me tell you just a little bit about her before I even introduce her. She is currently working on her PhD um, in groundbreaking studies of how chanting Sanskrit mantras is related to flow states. We'll ask more questions about that. Um, She also has a degree in mathematics and one in psychology. She has a master's degree. She's a certified Vedic chanting instructor. And so to do that, you have to be perfect. We'll talk more about that as well. She's an international success coach, and she leads trainings all over the world. In fact, she's planning on developing a retreat lifestyle in Costa Rica later this year. Um, I love the fact that she works with her husband. And this is just an interesting fun fact. She met, married, and launched a business in, wait for it, five months And it's been highly, highly successful. And it keeps morphing and doing different things. But it it is all her and her husband. Um, They did have their first child in 2015. And Lux travels the world with them. They wouldn't leave him home for anything. So welcome, welcome, Becky Center, to our show. Becky, welcome. Thank you, Linda. It is such an honor and an absolute pleasure to be here with you today. Well, I'm so looking forward to it. I mean, we've we've really gotten to know each other a little bit better because of the uh, group work that we're doing together. And you and I get to do some masterminding on our own. And I love that um, because you push me. You make me think uh, and to get outside the box. And that's really awesome. So thank you for that. Yes, yes. And I, I feel the same way because there's, it really feels like a true mastermind relationship because you're not just me. Like I, I work right. with me all the time. And so right. to be able to see someone, even though it's a little scary to like, okay, you're, you're really good at the things that I'm maybe not so good at. And so to be in that relationship is magical. It is, it is. And I, and I, I do like the fact that you're not doing what I do. In fact, you're at least 180 degrees in, in a different direction, and yet you push that spiritual side of me that um, I know needs to come out and, and play now and then. So thank you for that. Um, Becky, i really love you to tell your audience, uh, my audience, our audience, um, a little bit about your journey and sort of where you are today. So how, where did you start and how did you get to where you are today? You know, it's so funny because I I feel like it depends on how far I zoom in or zoom out because when I zoom out a lot, it, it, 
baffles me that I could even be here where I am today, getting ready to just, gosh, we just got back from traveling. We're traveling more. Mm-hmm. We're moving to you know out of country. All these things that I didn't even see as possible even five or 10 years ago because I, I grew up on a little tiny ranch in Colorado, didn't know anything really about mysticism or or coaching or like this was I knew a little bit about entrepreneurism because that's that was kind of the spirit of my family and a little bit of like some outlaw energy in there which kind of plays in later to meeting my husband yeah but but there definitely was a following my own path the whole way and that's a thread that has come through I did that you know in in as a high school student, as a college student, like creating, doing multiple degrees, working. And granted, I was usually doing way too much, which I'm, I'm still learning to undo. But there was like this following, you know, the beat of my own drum. And I didn't even know I was doing it at the time. And that's something that has served me so well, even when I fell into like the American dream. Because there was a period of time where, again, within a few months, I got married, bought a house, got a career, finished college, like all of that within a few months. So apparently I've done this once or twice before. <laughs> that marriage didn't happen. You know, that I had been in, engaged in dating the person for far longer, you know, in my Go first ahead. marriage. But there was like this things happening in a short amount of time. And I had it all. I had the American dream. And it just, it didn't, I didn't realize how unhappy I was because it looked from the outside like I had it all. And I see that for so many of my clients. And I really, I really feel that as, as an undercurrent of what so many people are going through right now. Like they have a degree of success, whatever degree that is, and it's not satisfying. It's not fulfilling. And it's having us ask some of the bigger questions. And that's been, you know, besides following the beat of my own drum, like these asking the bigger questions, this willingness to like step into the absolute unknown, as scary as that is. And for me, the unknown was stepping into going to grad school in Iowa and leaving, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it was like, I was like, am I really, I'm from Colorado. This is amazing. And I, I, went by myself. My my husband at the time stayed behind. Mm. And then from there, I went to India and I went through a divorce over Facebook uh, while, you know, <laughs> dealing with all of India. And so it was... I was like, only you would do a, <laughs> do a divorce over Facebook, right? <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's like, you know, there were so many layers and I am still good friends with my ex-husband. In fact, there was a recent, just a couple years ago, he happened to be passing through town when my, my current husband and I were visiting my mom and he stopped by and the four of us, like, piled on the couch and watched a movie together and so it was and and they ended up talking and kind of processing together uh, relationships and so much more but but really it's been this path of of getting closer and closer and and a lot of it's been coming back to who I was because even even when I met Corey and we started our business and we had no idea what we were doing and we got definitely swayed this way and that way by good advice that people would see a part of us and they would see what was marketable and we could market that and we could make lots of money and we would do it for a while. But there, the whole time through, there's been such an important piece for both Corey and I, my husband, to to do what we're really here on this planet to do, not just part of it, not even just sharing part of our magic, but to really come fully out and to, in doing so to go first and then to lead others out into the light and into their own magic and into their own power. Uh, Because like when we were doing work with stress and anxiety or work with relationships, and I think that was even some of the time when when you and I first met years ago, that that was a piece of it. I mean, we've, we've, 
it's it's beyond just dabbling because he and I we don't dabble. I mean, we'll have like it's it's if you see our library, you know we don't dabble when we go and into I've, something. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen your library. You definitely don't dabble. And and so, but there is this honing of mm-hmm. of really coming into how we are best able to serve and and how that serves us because the thing that I forgot along the way for a long time was how do I serve myself first Mm -hmm. and how do I make sure that I'm not getting overwhelmed and exhausted and and stuck in confusion which is one of my big patterns is like Mm -hmm. when I when I'm overdoing all uh, a confusion pattern runs and it keeps me safe it keeps me from overdoing and so that's that's a piece that I'm really working with now is the place that I'm in now is, all right, let's let's really pay attention to overwhelm, exhaustion and confusion. And instead of running away from them, see, see them as my guiding light and that I know what I'm not creating so I can create ease and freedom and adventure. And that's the lifestyle we are living into right now. And I, I think that's just a, an amazing journey. And you have you've done so much. The fact that you're an overachiever. Um, I'm, I'm somebody, I have a bachelor's in economics and sociology with a minor in math and psychology, an MBA in organizational behavior and leadership. And then I went back to school and, and got a bachelor's in nursing and am all but the final project in my master's in nursing. It's like, and I'd love to go back and get a PhD, but I haven't figured out what I'd want to do it in. Uh, so I understand that. I also under, understand that whole sense of being overwhelmed and yet being stuck. Um, because uh, in my human design, as you know, I'm a generator, which means I'm the energizer bunny. I want to do everything, and people keep asking me to do things, and so I, you know, I totally understand that whole thing, and you're right. You, we, I met you and Corey in that relationship mode, and we had some very interesting discussions about how would we do this with business? How could I get you on stage with business people? And I think we agreed that this wasn't the time for us to actually do that. And I love the fact that I can do it now, that you have stepped into the arena of leadership and coaching and, and all of that and, and helping people to step into the light of leadership. Although this month we're actually talking about the dark side of leadership. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. I, I, I get a little excited about the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so I'm curious, you studied Sanskrit. And you're a Vedic chanting instructor, which means that you're chanting in Sanskrit. And I, I loved what you said in, in your bio, that you must be perfect. Now, perfectionism is um, often seen as um, a drawback for women, yeah. especially, that we tend to step into this perfectionist and, oh, my God, I can't possibly do it unless it's perfect. And I actually just had that conversation um, on my previous show. And... So this is a, a, a practice where you have to be perfect. So how do you reconcile that with the rest of what you do? You know, I find it a different, I find it as a distinction between precision and mm-hmm. perfection. And because okay. and I, I definitely have to be mindful of that perfection pattern also. But what I find is, is some people like, they wonder how I got into math because they thought that there's only one right answer. But I was a theoretical mathematician and there was a mm. wild amount of creativity and lots of ways to get to the quote unquote right answer. So I didn't learn, you know, my perfectionism stuff through mathematics. In fact, I learned a lot of creativity and freedom and strategy and thinking outside the box, which people don't usually associate with mathematics. Okay, uh, let me ask you one question. Did you study ring theory? 
you know, I, I was getting there and did a piece of it. I didn't go deep okay. into it, yeah. but but I definitely was not interested in optimizing the flow or the capacity of a fuel tank or like something like that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, it just, I was like, I could do it, <laughs> but I, I loved the... And I was just sharing this with with Corey recently. I like mm-hmm. looking at number theory, and in fact, right now, yeah. I'm I'm actually working and downloading some of the number theory patterns that I studied with him. And he's he's writing songs based on the number mm-hmm. theory. So it's we're we're embedding a lot of magic into just our play lately, and and so there is this connection to the theoretical methods because there mm-hmm. is a there's a precision to mathematics, mm-hmm. but it's different mm-hmm. than the like stagnating perfectionism Mm -hmm. and the same is true I found with the Vedic chanting there's something really liberating about the precision because my teacher I would fly to England several times a year and she would fly in from India and she would sit with a room of 30 people with her eyes closed and we'd be chanting this long passage and she would stop everything she would open her eyes and point to one person and say you need to have your tongue between your teeth for that one syllable And, and she could catch that with her eyes closed. And it's something that I, it, it developed my ear. It developed my ear to such a new level that when I, I can hear things in people, I can hear where they're hiding their power. I can hear where they're holding back. I can hear if they're in their body or not. And I, I can usually predict pretty spot on how well they're going to do in their offer how well they're going to do in an enrollment conversation or in a sales pitch or even how that translates to print media because there's something about the way we show up in our voice and in our bodies that the precision and the being able to tap into the power is key and it really has nothing to do with perfectionism. Mm. And, and that's a, I like the distinction between that uh, because I, I agree. Precision is, uh, okay, I come out of a military background. Precision is very important, you know, as far as how you work together, how you march together, uh, all of that. But it's not perfect because each individual does it just slightly different. And so, I mean, if we tried to make them all perfect, we would never march across a field um, or go or or do a battle or anything else because we're humans, and that perfectionism would not be sustained. And over long periods of time. So I love the fact that you use the word precision instead. Uh, that that's really powerful for me. And I do have to tell you that my dad was an engineer, and so you know he's the old slide rule kind of guy. Mm-hmm. When I was learning quote new math, uh, he would help me with it, but he didn't understand new math. He said, "I don't understand. This makes absolutely no sense to me." So he said, "You run it your way, and I'll run it my way." And if we get the same number, we'll go on. If we get a different number, then we'll both explain how we each got there and see which one is right. And it was a powerful way of learning um, math in different ways and yet coming to the same answer, which I think is also interesting about math is that you can, you know, in essence, come at it from a different way and still come up with the same answer. Absolutely. And, you know, even when I used to teach yoga teachers, mm-hmm. I would I would tell them a lot of this, a similar thing. I was like, you know, I'm I'm not as worried about like what you're teaching, but mm-hmm. whatever you choose to teach, I'm interested in why are you putting in there? Do you know why you're doing it? If somebody asked you, could you could you explain just like that math problem, mm-hmm. you know, why you chose that? And you're to really get at the intentionality and and the ability to communicate a thought process. And whether that's a math problem, doing it many different ways, or 
teaching a yoga sequence or how we do business, there's something about being able to communicate our intention that is, I think, so important. I think that I agree with you on that. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Becky about um, how she works with her clients to reprogram themselves so life and business can be done with a sense of ease, with clients coming out of the woodwork, which I love, and the right people showing up so that the pace of life and business is pleasurable. So we'll be right back. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have the most powerful Becky Center here with me today. And we've been talking about her journey to where she is today and the type of work that she's doing today. And I left you with a little teaser about her 
reprogramming her clients or helping her clients reprogram so that their life and business can be what they want it to be, that it can flow and that there's ease and clients are coming. I love the fact that clients are coming out of the woodwork um, and that the right people show up at the right time for the right reasons and the right program. So, Becky, could you comment a bit more on that piece? And I want to get into your PhD. Well, it's funny you mentioned flow because that's definitely a link that we can we can tie back to because it relates both mm-hmm. to the work I'm doing now as well as to the PhD. Now, with with the work that I do with clients, it's one piece of it is aligning with the flow of things in nature. And in particular, it's been a fascination with the moon that I've had since I was a little girl. I remember trying to take a photograph of the eclipse on a, like on a film camera with no tripod. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing, but I learned about an eclipse and I was like, I want to take a picture of it. And it's just been something that has been there my whole life that I never really put much stock in. You know, it's, it's the full moon. It's there. Okay, the moon's there. But that's kind of how a lot of us relate to nature. It's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that tree's there. And and there was something that shifted. And this was through my, my work with my Sanskrit teacher that I met when I would go to England. We would be in this little monastery in the south of England and you know, doing 10 days of like deep dive recitation and training. And we encountered this very special mantra about the moon. And mm. I was like, it just, it opened something up. And in fact, it was from a larger, it was from a whole section of, of, a, of a, one of the most ancient texts that still exists in the whole world about Soma. Now, Soma can be the moon, but Soma can also be this magical elixir of the gods or this elixir that was drank to connect with the gods. And so there was this really magical component that the raised on a ranch, practical mathematician, even though I was a theoretical mathematician, like this wasn't my world. And I was like, okay, like this is, but I was so enticed. And so when I came back, I started leading full moon chanting events and I just would hold, help hold them each month. And, and I, I just would gather people and whoever showed up, sometimes it was four and sometimes it was 40, but it was this, it was this way I interacted and, and shared a new mantra each month. And it was something I just loved doing. And it kept me kind of on track myself with the full moon. And it pushed me in so many ways. It pushed my leadership. I, I chose to take on a personal growth project of recording a CD because it terrified me. And yet I, I, I did every inch of it. I did the artwork. I did the the album recording. I recorded it, you know, in between trains going by in my apartment in Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. And there was something that came out of that. And I'm like, wow, I learned so much about myself in the process. And it just kept getting me more and more and more aware of, like, the phases of the moon. And, and usually what I noticed was the full moon. When I met Corey, he started leading new moon rituals that were a bit more shamanic. So we all of a sudden we were kind of balancing out the cycle. And mm-hmm. and we, he continues to lead full moon rituals for his School of Mystic Arts. What I didn't know until you know not long ago was the importance of not only the other two main phases, but what happens, like what's meant to happen at these different times. Mm-hmm. And that that has made one of the biggest shifts for me because like you said, I, I was kind of the overachiever. I wouldn't have called myself that because <laughs> I told my parents when I was like three years old that I wanted to be lazy when I grew up. Mm, yes. And apparently I'm failing miserably at that. <laughs> yes, it, it, It's like my, my daughter said to me, I don't want to be you when, when I grow up. And I go, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, you work and, you know, you, you're involved in your business, which I love. I love my business and it's why I, I do what I do. And yet both of them have done that. 
they've gotten into industries that they resonate with and they work longer hours than I think they ever planned and they love it. Yes. It's just, you know, it's it's just what they do. It's great. Well, and it is. It gets to be like when you do what you love, it really gets hard to just not find that distinction between business and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yet there's there is a distinction and what i found is that the distinction is is not about just being like you're not allowed to work right now but it's like the <laughs> way in which you work cuz mm-hmm. i mean there's times where I, I try to give myself boundaries Corey tries to give me boundaries like i block it off on the calendar lux has probably been our our son has probably been the best one to keep me like within bounds of, mm-hmm. of doing too much work but it's it's more about what to do like there's there's a week out of the month when it is really good practices to get a massage and Uh and that's your job is to get a massage your job is to really not be on the phone or out networking it's it's to be in your in your silence in your cave like luxuriating and that's your Mm -hmm. job yeah, but I when you do it. that, when you do that at the wrong phase of the moon, it's like it can have you feeling really lazy and mm-hmm. unproductive, and it it kind of is that energy, and it can actually stagnate. It can stop your progress. Mm-hmm. So knowing when to do what activity is key, and that's something I missed for years. Yeah. And it, I I would go in bursts of energy because unlike unlike you as a generator, I I don't have a source of energy, mm-hmm. but I think I do. And yes. so I, if, if I just try to go, um, then, then I can really easily go into burnout and things that I was really excited about and really committed to when it comes time for it to actually happen, it's, it's unpredictable if I'll have the energy. And I, I need a, a little bit more predictability around my energy, especially with business and then even more so doing business you know, with keeping my, my young child in mind and the relationship that I want to have with him. Absolutely, and I, I think, so, Becky, that your um, type, your projector, um, can have generator moments, and I think that in some respects that fools you. It's like, ooh, I can do this, but you can, but only for short bursts of time as opposed to being able to maintain it. Um, do me a favor. Uh, there are two things that I want you to define. One was, what's mantra med, and then from that, go into the Moonrise Project. If, if those yes. two relate, okay. they do. So mantra med, as I was, it was finishing early in my in my graduate work. I was also doing like a sound healing certification mm-hmm. because, of course, I wasn't going to do just one thing. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was really trying to feel into the name and and so I was trying all of these different things. Like, what's going to be the name of my business? And the funny thing was that even before I met Corey, like a, a friend and and quite a tapped in medium was like, you'll have some degree of success, but really your success comes from working with your partner. And that irked me at the time. Yeah. But this, this name came in just before, um, or right, actually just after I'd met, because our original business name was Beyond the Spiral. And I still every once in a while get pieces of mail. And so there is this component, like we wanted to take people beyond the spiral, which is usually a downward spiral, and take them into something that's possible. And and really, it starts off with what mantra is. Now, mantra is, some people like the more like mainstream use of it. Oh, yeah, like, just do it. That's my mantra. But I, I tap into it from a more purist and, and Sanskrit focus, which one of the ways, and granted, I do have to give a little preface that with Sanskrit, there's often a 
grammatical meaning and a theoretical. And so oh. there's there's a grammatical breakdown of what the word actually means, and then there's a often a philosophical parsing. And so and I get I get really excited about both because they're they're often quite contradictory, which is Ooh. so fun. Mm-hmm. But with mantra, what, how it's often talked about is man comes from the word that means mind. And tra is that which expands or protects. So a mantra is something that helps to protect your mind. And so for me, it was such a big deal because I, when I was teaching yoga years ago, I tried to meditate and I couldn't. I thought five minutes would, would probably kill me and 10 minutes was certain death. Mm-hmm. And so... I thought like the yoga police would find me out that I couldn't meditate and I was really embarrassed to to know that or to, to I didn't tell anybody that but there was a time when I met my first Sanskrit teacher and started working with her and then we would chant mantra and not only did I feel as if my brain were being rewired and there was this really powerful tangible component but all of a sudden, I could fall easily into meditative states. I could sit for hours. And then I would get done, and I would be like, holy cow, I better not drive right now. I'll get a DUI. They'll pull me <laughs> over. They're going to ask, what am I on? I'm going to say Sanskrit, and they're going to think I'm crazy. Yeah. They're going to wonder, what drug is that? Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and who's making where is it being sold? <laughs> <laughs> they would they would want the secret information and yeah. and so that that's what actually inspired me to go to Iowa in the middle of nowhere to this tiny school I like to lovingly call my cult experience and and study Vedic science and mm-hmm. and and then when I when I started out here in California to to work my PhD it really was wanting to look at the physiological response to mantra and where mantra med comes from is that instead of having medication that is necessary to deal with so much of our daily stresses is to use meditation and Mm. so and especially for me it wasn't just sitting still sitting silently type of meditation like I can do that now but it wasn't my path in the beginning I needed the sound to be able to follow that or like follow that into silence and then then I knew what it was like and I could luxuriate in the silence so to me mantra med is is Letting voice, you know, letting meditation be thy medicine and for voice to be the vehicle. Okay. And so how did this lead into the Moonrise Project? I know you said that you were working with the full moon and that Corey was working with the new moon, but you work with all phases of the moon as part of the Moonrise Project, right? Absolutely. And it it became to like looking at how looking at how it, it, we can take mantra, we can take not only looking at the phases of the moon, but then we can look at how to utilize the mantra how, and as that well as how to utilize what to do, like when to get a massage and when to mm-hmm. you know, send the email and whatever that may be. But when we combine that with mantra and at first really easily just listening, receptive mm-hmm. listening, that way every month with a new mantra, you are programming in as much or as little as you engage with it. You're, you're using the mantra, you're using these these sounds that are simple and, and you can be as precise as you can and then whenever you listen to it or whenever you recite it every time you do it like you're adding it's like you're adding gold to your bank 
And you can add as much gold to your bank as you want. And then at the end of the month, you get a, that gets banked and you get to start a new one and you get to focus on a new project. So the Moonrise Project helps you take all these projects that are they're in your mind that have been sitting there perhaps for years or months and it's just focusing on one of them to take forward through the month. And of course, you, you likely have other things going on, but it's to really put your attention and your intention on one to use it as an experiment of what it's like to go through each phase and to utilize mantra as a tool in the process so that you st- and it starts anchoring it in you start seeing how good you feel in your body you start to see the the increase in your business even if what your what project you took on had nothing to do with business mm-hmm. you start seeing the results everywhere and the more we see results the more engaged we get in in continuing the process and Becky I think this is so key for in leadership and we're going to um going to find out what your thoughts are on relating this to leadership. But with leadership, one of the things that, that you know I talk about is, you know, do you have a vision? Do you have a vision for the year? And then what are the goals that are going to get you there? What are the steps? What are the milestones? And what I find is either one, they don't have a vision. Um, I do this with a real estate group and I, and I asked them, I said, so who has a vision for the end of the year? And two people raised their hand in a room of 40. Wow. And I went, Wow. And I said, so does that tell me that the rest of you have no idea whether you're on track to reach whatever it is you want to do at the end of the year? And even the two that raised their hand that said they had a vision had no idea where they were in terms of the year. Like, am I 50% of goal? Am I 60? Where am I as far as goal is concerned? And that's really scary. So I, I think this is awesome that by taking a project and taking it through the phases of the moon um, could be a really powerful, powerful way of putting leadership into this. I'm going to ask you one more question before we before we go to break. And th- I have to know, how do they know how Sanskrit sounded? It's so funny. Like the, <laughs> they, 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 the one thing about this language is because of the precision and the way it was handed down, it's one mm-hmm. of the few languages and, and even the text that still exist that they say it's it's almost like we're hearing a tape recording of 5,000 years ago really the text now now there are later things and like a lot of what people know of Sanskrit of like the yoga stuff and the bhakti and like the wild kirtans that's mm-hmm. different it's a little bit more creative it's a much much later introduction but the, the what I primarily focused on each text and this is thousands of verses was memorized 11 different ways literally forwards and backwards and wow. this is this was the magic that I started being like, okay I, I'm quitting my job I'm moving across the country I didn't know I was getting divorced but I'm following this thread and mm-hmm. there's this way that it's it's like forward error correction in in some, like technology programming coding language mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. it it's, it gives you 11 different ways of coding or of res- memorizing a, a passage, a text, several texts, so that even if you had an error in one version, it's likely not the exact same, the likelihood of it being the same syllable in the same spot in, you know, iteration 11 or the way you're going to chant it too, there's such a small likelihood of the errors being the same place that it tends mm-hmm. to self-correct. And because you were often doing these in group, plus you had one-on-one instruction from the time you were a child, assuming, of course, at that time you were a, a young Brahmin male. But, right. 
But I, my, uh-huh. my teachers have been women, and they've been women that have been specifically handed down the lineage from the men because they're like, not only do we need to give the information to the women, we need to give it to the Western women. And there's something really important about this. So there's, because of the way it was transmitted orally and how many different ways, they, they say it's like we have an audio recording of 5,000 years ago. That's fantastic. I know I took Latin in college, and needless to say, you could pronounce it however you wanted to because no one had any idea how the Romans actually spoke. So think about that, audience. Here is a language that not only has been passed down for 5,000 years, but they passed it down in multiple different ways so that it could be precise. And we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at dare to dream with linda.com that's linda at dare the number two dream with linda.com follow the voice america talk radio network on twitter we're at voice america trn you'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and general happenings that you should know about at the voice america talk radio network now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office just go to twitter.com forward slash voice america TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. 
Welcome back. And I am with uh, just a woman who inspires me to be even better than I am and to look at different aspects of my life and getting into the spirituality side um, and that kind of thing. That's Becky's center. And Becky, I'm so glad you've been here. It's been just a, a really rich um, discussion so far. And now we're going to get into the, so I want to say the real reason that we're here today. <laughs> uh, and to talk about, you know, leadership, the way I teach it is about influence. It's not about command. It's not about manipulation. It's not about abuse of power or anything else like that. And yet there is that shadow side to leadership. And I'd love to know your insight into that. You know, I, I think that so much of it for me lately has to do around the overdoing because I, I had processed in the past definitely like the manipulation like my my own fear of manipulation about becoming mm-hmm. a leader because I, I knew how powerful I was and that scared me and I desperately didn't want to manipulate but I think what's most alive for me lately is the tendency to overdo when we're in a position of leadership whether it's from a genuine like wanting to serve and wanting to over deliver and take care of our clients like kind of like the mother hen and mm-hmm. it can have a really beautiful original intention that somehow we lose track of and and what I find that the, the biggest shadow side for me and many of the people that I work with that I've got to keep on myself is losing myself in a project losing myself with with a launch losing myself in a client and when I lose myself not only do I lose connection to my big why I lose connection to my health I lose connection to my relationships and and to me it's all about relationships even though I may not be focusing on helping people attract their ideal partner anymore I I do (laughs) believe on business based in relationships and if I'm not taking care of me who am I to speak to anyone about creating a business relationship? And I think that that comes down to health. Like for me, like my focus this month and this year is about my own health. Because I may look like the Energizer Bunny and may go like the Energizer Bunny, like you mentioned, even though I pretend like I'm a generator sometimes. Yes. Um, I, I know I am. And it's kind of like what I'm noticing is the dirty little secret of the coaching industry. There's so many of us on the verge of adrenal, not only adrenal fatigue, but adrenal failure. The, the, uh, what were the, you know, I used, I had someone say like, you, you, you run in ultraviolet and you think that you get energy back when you come down into the red. And then, so you pop back up, but you never get fully resourced. You never really fill your tank. And that, that was several years ago. And I'm still working on this and, and I'm, I've got clients and that are reflecting this back to me that are, are having to cancel their, like their businesses and just go to bed. And, and so I know that I'm like, okay, this is showing up to me to really show me how big of a deal this is, that it's not just about, like I said, my, my son has been a big teacher about slowing down so that I have the time and the energy to be present with a, a very, very active and intelligent two-year-old. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I, I, to be authentic, to be in integrity with building relationships in business, I've got to have a very strong and powerful relationship to my health, to my body and, and to who and to not losing me in the process. And Becky, I think that's so true that we oftentimes do get so wrapped up in our business that we forget about us. We forget about the, the basic tenets of self-care, um, taking a hot bath you know, once a week, um, being able to sit down and read a book or work on a, on a, on a needlework project that's not a deadline, um, and 
also placing boundaries uh, around our clients that you are not, you do not have 24-7 access to me, that, that I have boundaries around which I want to build this relationship, but that I need to have in order to be able to really give you all of me um, you know, at the time that, that you need to. And I think that's, that's really key to being a leader is knowing, knowing yourself, um, having um, what I like to say is a, a full beach ball. Um, so if you think of the aspects of your life as part of a beach ball, you know, the, the wonderful stripes in the beach ball. And when it's really full, it, you can play with it. You can have a wonderful time. You can accomplish all sorts of things. But if there's one segment that's deflated or if the whole beach ball is soft, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. And you're right. You go to bed if you're lucky. Um, and, and sometimes you're you're not that lucky and you end up pushing through it until you're in a place where you have to go to bed and you have to yeah, oftentimes you're in the hospital or you know as one of our dear friends is you know she's working through this now and you you really don't know what's causing this what did I do what you know I thought I was I was having a rich life um, and that kind of thing and as a leader part of what you do is you inspire and so you're leading the troops being ahead of them or at least with them and if you're falling down or your health is failing then what does that say to them right exactly and that that's the place that i know that by my attending to my own health right now i know Mm -hmm. like the magical principles like i'm going to start seeing my clients get better without Mm -hmm. even their own like because it's like there is a way that i go first and right. and for me, besides even like the hot bath once a, once a week, my edge is what about a hot bath or a massage during business hours? Ooh, that's yeah. that's my edge <laughs> because mm-hmm. it is my job, and and that's I have to keep like emphasizing like that level because it is my job to sit down and take a long luxurious lunch and and mm-hmm. and not work through it because I'm. I know how to work. The thing is, I don't need to learn how to work more. I need to learn how to slow down more and get more done with less effort. And that's, and know, that's the piece. And I know what you're saying because I, I need to learn how to play more. Um, even when I do take self-care time, it's serious. Mm, even taking mm-hmm. a massage, it's serious. And it's like, no, I want to go out and just have a, a good time. I want to go play with a dog. I want to play with my husband, whatever it might be. And just have that little kid, little girl come out and be able to play. I think that's also very important for us as business women as we, we become a bit too serious. We do. I, I, I bought myself a coloring book the other day because I was like, doggone it, I'm going to make coloring my horsey book a part of my business. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll probably be surprised. You'll probably meditate during it and come up with some really fabulous exercise that can Oh, I know. Book. I'm like, dang it, the business snuck in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell me, Becky, of the four phases of the moon, which is the phase that you take a massage? Mm. That's when you want to go from third quarter, which is often thought of as a crisis in consciousness, which it doesn't have to be, moving into the new moon. So if, if some of you are like, I don't know when that is, many of our regular calendars, or I just I sometimes will just like, I don't know, I have an app on my phone, but you can also just Google uh, moon phase, current moon right. phase. Uh-huh. And so whenever it's between the third quarter to the new moon, so there's less than half of the moon, it's getting less and less and less until it's all gone. 
that is, it's like the time to refill ourselves. So between that time, that way, when we get to the new moon, we're really ready to make our intentions or our goals for the month. We have the clarity. Otherwise, we're going to carry confusion and overwhelm into the next cycle again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the third quarter is, is, I think, what they call in the vernacular the waning moon. Yes, yes. So after the full moon, about a week after the full moon. So you can kind of still be in your celebration and tying up loose ends after the full moon. But once it gets to what's called the, the third quarter, and that's you'll see that it looks like a D. And, and so it's it's waning. It's getting smaller. And and even if you're not exact, if it's somewhere in like the, it's about a week, just about a week after. So if you know where the full moon, most people will have a better idea of where the full moon is. Is about a week after the full moon. That's the week between the full that that quarter and the new moon to book your massage, get your mani pedi, you know, uh. <laughs> go and med- do a meditation retreat, whatever it may be. Okay, so are those your your best advice for folks to move out of the shadow side, move out of the overwhelm and stress of doing, 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 and never really. Um, breaking off from that pressure. Yes, that's that's the phase that I start with. Even though, like, we could say, oh, but we start with the new moon. I like to to put. Okay, I want to be ready for the new moon, so I'm going to back it up in time. And and I think as as a world, we're at this crisis of consciousness. And so if we can address that in in open conversation, and and I think that's the best place for so many of us to start is looking at that time period. Even if we only, if even if the only thing you do is is figure out that moment, and and you just book a massage once a month, I. Mm-hmm. I something's going to change in your life. And in fact, I, I have I have an ebook that will help you go through and brainstorm and look, okay, what are some activities? Because it takes sometimes planning out some of the possible activities instead mm-hmm. of being like, dang it, I missed the opportunity for the massage again. <laughs> okay, maybe next yes. month. But it's a way of yeah. actually structuring in and planning ahead so that it goes on your calendar. Because for me, if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't exist. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Um, and uh, I have we have a co- you and I have a colleague who if she has two calendars she has a business calendar which is at the office and she has a, a personal calendar at home and I was going down to do some work with her and she said oh my god I forgot to tell my husband that you were coming down and he got tickets for us to go to San Jose for the theater is that okay and I go somehow I think I can manage to be in your house alone as long as you don't mind. <laughs> uh, and please go enjoy it. Have a great time. And, you know, when you get home, you get home. And, we, you know, we were going to do the work the next day. So you're right. If it's not, my husband says the same thing. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't happen. And I know I fully believe that as well. Um, so that's really, again, and I use a paper calendar. I don't even rely on technology for that because I have a love-hate relationship with technology. And so, yes, I, I do it that way. Um, just to make sure that it happens. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Becky, you just did a beautiful lead-in to your own free gift. Would you like to tell the listening audience what that is? I would love to. And I just, it's its just a passion because I want, like, this this information, it can be so much to take in at first glance. So I was like, how, how can I make it in a way that's really simple that you can engage with and you can just kind of be like, okay, what are a couple ideas? I can brainstorm. I can plug in. Okay, I, what, what do I enjoy? I Because 
you may not like massage. I don't, you know, there's there's different things, but I give you a kind of ideas you can brainstorm around. You'll get a little bit of understanding about the four main phases and how you can align your life and business so that instead of confusion, you get clarity. Instead of crisis, you get a way of calibrating and then tapping into consciousness. And so it's just a way for you to kind of dip your toe in and start to see what's possible and take it on in the the most gentle way and and then and then if you want to go beyond that there's you know you can do an assessment and really start to assess like okay how, what are the three projects i have coming up and how might i want to apply this so that it becomes a really gentle interaction and for me that's really important i want this information out there i would i want this in your hands to where you can start looking at it but i also know how much other information we get bombarded with so i, I designed it in a way and my, my husband and i we we do a process where we we write them together we we design it in a way that it's just a little bite it's a taste that what's digestible now and there's in the journal questions that you can engage with to start to see what's possible for you without making yourself wrong or without getting more overwhelmed <laughs> and, and I love that Becky um, and you can find her free gift on my website at www.dare the number two dream with linda.com under my media tab um, all of our free gifts from our guests are there and I highly encourage you to um, take advantage of this and really find out how the moon phases and um, just meditation and taking care of yourself can really impact your business and in a powerful um, positive way and I, I think this is awesome and I can't wait to get it as well Becky um, so what results are you anticipating from having stepped into sort of this new phase in your business? You know, the biggest thing is when it's time to go and like be active in the world, I have the energy to do so and then to be able to enjoy it. I have the, I have the energy to enjoy the success and, and to have the energy then to play. And so for me, there's a lot around just being able to enjoy it rather than you know, accumulating like the success and the uh, recognition and the money that I, I just, you know, on my deathbed. So the, the big <laughs> thing for me is, is I'm, I'm anchoring in pleasure in my life in a way that I want to experience true enjoyment and fulfillment. Well, and I know how, how much pleasure you get in dancing. I've watched you dance and it's, it's sensual, but it's also just really a woman getting in touch with who she is and what she's doing and the power that we have um, and how to really tap into that. So I, I, I commend you for all that. And I, I, I love the fact that you want to have fun and that you're playing. And Lux is going to be a great catalyst for that um, because little little children do not understand why mommy has to sit in front of the, the computer for eight hours a day, right? Nope, he wants to, he's like, run, come, come, let's run. Yeah. And so it, it reminds me like to, to get off my phone, to get off my computer, and that if I'm with him, I am with him, and we are playing. Terrific. And I know you're planning on a, a move to Costa Rica and to take on the retreat life, and I think that's an absolutely awesome goal, and I can't wait to visit you in Costa Rica. Do you have just one quick tip to sort of end the program with? The one quick tip is pick one thing, the smallest thing you can imagine that you've been inspired with this today or even through the ebook that will take the smallest thing possible, 
put it in your calendar and and then and then do it because we all hear about self-care but what and we even know that it's good for us but what do we actually do and are we doing it at the right time so i would say find the time to whether it's your massage your meditation your you just quiet time away not networking look for that one time block it off and do nothing else Terrific. So we will all be doing that over the next week. And if you have any questions or you'd like to dig deeper into the art of herding cats or to look at my new program, Leadership Inspiration, um, please check out the website at www.dare2dreamwithlinda.com um, or send me an email at linda at that same dare2dreamwithlinda.com. So until next time, be courageous, dare to lead. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.